0: For Geek Gamer Weekly. Center of the most calculating intelligence on earth. The Uber Podcast, just for geeks and gamers.
1: We have news for the beautiful people. There's a lot more of us in our view.
2: With your host, Joseph Fulby.
3: Men wanted to be like him. Women wanted
2: to be with him. John Kessler.
0: He will be talked about in the same way that Rockefeller and Carnegie and, and Ford are talked about. <laughs> Chase Nunes.
2: For your information, butthead, he's headed for the video championships in Los Angeles.
1: Now, live from Earth.
0: Everything that happens now is happening now. What happened then? When? Just now.
1: It's Geek Gamer Weekly. This is Geek Gamer Weekly, episode number 195, recorded on Sunday, March 11th, 2012. I Like Pie geek gamer weekly is brought to you by minecraft me learn everything there is to know about the wonderful game of minecraft at geekgamer.tv slash minecraft me and by wirecast plug in your cameras prepare your shots and broadcast live with this powerful software package for more information about wirecast visit telestream.net and click on the wirecast page everybody, welcome again to another edition of Geek Gamer Weekly. This is the Uber podcast for geeks and gamers. I'd like to welcome you guys watching the show. We are here to discuss the week's geek news and gaming news in a tidy three-hour show. So hopefully you guys are up for the content. No, hopefully not three hours, but it'll be long enough because we have a great cast of characters to join the show this week. Uh, first off, when uh, are they getting here? <laughs> I know, huh? <gasps> Joining uh, starting us off, Mr. Uh, John Kessler. He holds down the chat room. Uh, hi. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And that took only 48 seconds <laughs> for the show to officially crash and burn. And we have broke John. John is now broken. <laughs> uh, John, uh, how are you doing over there? just
2: (laughs) (laughs) that
1: (laughs) out. oh that's great that's awesome mr john you good man also joining us uh from the confines of newberg uh and he's the co-host of the worldwide acclaimed podcast minecraft me mr joseph falby what's up joe how are you hey how's it going good man uh coming off on a great minecraft week and um that's all we've been playing, really, Joe, is just yeah, Minecraft. Yeah, I, I
0: keep thinking I should play, like, Battlefield 3 or something else, yeah. but no, all I have been playing is Minecraft.
1: Yep, yep, you're welcome. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> also, this week, uh, we brought somebody back, a blast from the past, back to the show this week. The reason why is simple. I, I needed somebody to uh, use as a guinea pig for the new video setup uh, that I'm using for Line 2, as I'm calling it. And he still does a website over there at WastedSeconds.com. He's known as Dalimar in the chat, Mr. David Miller. What's up, David?
3: I don't know yet. Okay. Very I'm good. actually awake now, unlike last time.
1: That's true. Usually mm-hmm. you're, you're falling asleep. But you're looking great, man. You look very healthy. Yeah. <laughs> as, <laughs> as he takes Oh, it.
3: nectar of the gods right there, man.
1: Yeah, that's... <laughs> you know, the cigarettes are expensive. They're pricey. I wouldn't know because I don't smoke. Even though I should, I have a a nasal a nasal uh, thing happening right now. So mm-hmm. um, I'm Chase Nunes, and I'm happy to have all you guys here watching us at live.geekgamer.tv. All you guys hanging out in the chat room, all 18 of you that are in there hanging out with us. You guys are awesome. A lot of you guys from Minecraft uh, server hanging out with us tonight, which is great. Um, the first thing I want to do uh, starting off the show... Is uh, to give a big shout out uh, to all of our donation peoples out there, or our donators. Uh, you guys are the ones who make it possible for this show to stay on the air. Um, you know, we don't have big ticket advertisers, but it helps. Your money goes directly into the show, either it goes into bandwidth or hardware or making John look really, really good over there. As long as he keeps yes. the hat on. Yes. Keep the hat on. Yes. Yeah, yeah, keep the hat on, please. Yes. Um, but if you donate to the show, and if you donate over $25 to the network, we will prominently display your name on the right-hand side of the of the webpage there. Uh big shout-out uh, to Lance A. and Frank I., both donating $50. Jeremy T. squeaking by Spencer W. with $35.67. Um, and then Spencer W with thirty five fifty two. Uh, remember, when you donate uh, twenty five dollars or more, you will get mentioned on uh, this show as well as Anon uh, Geek Gamer Weekly and Minecraft Me. Um, and we reset after we do Minecraft Me or after we do Geek Gamer Weekly. Too many shows to keep straight, uh, uh, but we reset and we will start again. Uh, so we do appreciate your help. Uh, helps keeps the show going. Uh, so. So many great geek stories this week, Mr. Joe. I mean, gosh, I mean, should we just uh, just jump head first and go maybe right into talking about how the Apple Walt prototype is now on eBay? You want to talk about the Apple Walt pr- prototype first? That's right. Yep, top story this week. <sighs> That's the top story. That's the top story this week, the Apple the, Walt the, pro- prototype.
0: The, the new the the new like yeah. premier Apple product is announced. And you want to talk about a prototype that...
1: Yeah, the, the, app, uh, the Apple Walt is on eBay right now. Uh, this was a telephone-type uh, <coughs> right, interface well, device that was introduced in 1993. Uh, sadly, the Walt never saw the light of day. <laughs> it was just in prototype stage. Uh, you can have yours right now for the price of $8,000. Now, Joe, I know you have a lot of great Apple you know, items that are no longer in production... So you got to pick this. Yeah. So you got to pick this up, man. Um, not very grand. I mean, does it even work?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I I don't know. It was a prototype. It never saw the light of day, so I don't know. Um, no, I don't think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna pass on that. I, I have some stuff from that time period, but uh, not quite that. And uh, y- y- there are people who are freaking out about this, who are saying this is amazing. This managed to sleep sneak out of Apple and all this other kind of stuff. But you got to remember. That during the the dark time when Steve Jobs wasn't at Apple, uh, they announced and showed off their prototypes of everything, and they
1: went to and trade shows. They went to actual. They didn't right, have and, like these and big showed events off
0: or anything. Tons right, of stuff yeah. that never never was released. So the fact that this is out there is not that surprising. There is a bunch of other stuff that that uh, you know products that were done in prototype form that may or may not be in public hands that are sitting out there waiting in the wings. So, but um, for me at least uh i'll pass on it i'm not in for eight grand on something like this uh i would sooner spend the money on a couple of pinball tables
1: (laughs) all right now sorry folks no the real top story this week is apple had a presentation on wednesday where they announced some some things what Mm -hmm. joe what i'm guessing the top story is going to be the apple tv now no, no, it's going to be oh. Apple iOS. No, it's going to be the <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be the iPad. That's right, folks. The new iPad is now official. It's going to have a little Retina display, LTE, uh, which is a fourth or fifth generation high speed uh, cellular network, and the A5X quad core CPU. It's going to be available on March 16th. Now, the thing is, if um, you didn't pre-order it, you're out of luck. The only way you're going to get one on launch day now is to wait in line at a Apple store or perhaps even a Best Buy uh, or even Radio Shack. I believe they're doing pre-orders as well. The uh, There is an iSight rear-facing camera on board, which is almost as good as the iPhone 4S. It has the same optics, but it's only going to be 5 megapixels. Uh, the iPad will also have the ability to shoot 1080p video uh, it will have voice transcription technology um, and um, it also uh, it does tricks too which is really cool now um, are, are you are you typing away over there David about the iPad right now I think I think we uh,
3: can... yeah that's it yeah <laughs> <laughs> now one of the one of the people in the chat room is uh, one of my friends watching and he's um Telling me to make you talk about uh, what is that?
1: Minecraft. Yeah, Minecraft. <sighs> we we do a whole show about Minecraft. Yeah, yeah that's, that's what I was telling show. him. <laughs> yeah. So what? I'll start with you first, David. I mean, did you have a chance to check out the the iPad and the the new version? Which, by the way, isn't called the iPad three. It's not called the iPad HD. It's just called the new iPad. Yeah. What do you What do you think, David? I mean, it's uh, just called the, uh, an iPad. Yeah, the it's, iPad. the, the yes. iPad. Yeah. That's it. But what do you think? I mean, have you had a chance to take a look at the specs? And
3: uh, I've only ever used an iPad once, and that was for about 30 seconds.
1: And then they took it away from you?
3: <laughs> that was uh, one of my friends. Uh, one of my friends, his daughter played on the same basketball team as my daughter, and he had the, an iPad and wanted me to, to look at it, and I um, picked it up. Oh, really? Yeah. Pulled out my iPod. Does the same thing.
1: So you still are in the believer camp that it's just one big glorified iPod Touch, and that's all there is to it.
3: Well, not exactly that, but it just it's out of my price range. <laughs> well,
1: you know what, though? I mean, Apple did at the at the big announcement on Wednesday drop the price of the iPad two to three ninety nine for the sixteen gig model, and you could probably find an iPad one, uh, you know, being used as a photo frame, or uh, you know, probably one on Craigslist for dirt cheap. I oh, see God. iPads
3: all the time on Craigslist around here, and 16 gig iPad one somebody wanted like 350. For oh, it.
1: they're 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 smoking.
3: <laughs> I mean, it, I'd I'd get one if I had the money, but yeah, I don't have much use for it. I mean, everything I do is just fine on this thing. And
1: yeah, there you go, iPod Touch. That's a third gen, right, or a fourth
3: gen? Yeah, it's a 32 gig uh, third gen. There you go.
1: So, Joe. I mean, you're you're the Apple guy here, uh, pro- more than anybody here. I mean, I've been to your house. You've got lots of Apple devices. What do you think of this uh, new iPad? I think it's great. Um, All
0: right, I've, I've actually good. already pre-ordered <laughs> mine, so I'll be getting it on uh, Friday. Um, uh, but I, I, it matches pretty closely what what everyone expected. Uh, in terms of specs, the price point is the same that it was which is good i there was some concern they were going to jack the you know raise the price point by about thirty to sixty bucks um, the uh, uh, you know it's 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 a it 's an appropriate upgrade it's it's a the new ipad um I love the fact that it has a retina display and uh it's a it 's a two thousand forty eight by fifteen thirty six resolution screen it 's better than HDTV. It's way better than HDTV. I mean, that's crazy um, to think about. I mean, about. that's almost the resolution of my, my 30-inch monitor. It's, it's unbelievable. It's a 264 pixel per inch uh, uh, resolution, which is just amazing. So um, honestly, what I'm hoping is they, they sort of tease the end of the, of the presentation t- saying that there's a lot more coming this year. So I I really kind of hope, and here's the cat coming over to say hi. I really kind of hope that uh, this is this this panel this LCD ends up going into some of their uh, their laptops, which would be the next logical place for it to go.
1: Yeah, so. I um, and DaVinci Virus in the chat room is saying uh, five megapixel rear camera.
0: Eh. Yeah, but, but if you're but, buying an iPad for to be a camera, you're wasting it. Yeah, um, but,
1: but I was going to add that the the iPhone four, not the four S, but the four had a five mm-hmm. megapixel camera, and it took. Some of the best pictures I've ever seen ever come out of a cell phone camera. So yeah, I think this... that a
0: cell phone makes sense for having a camera in it because it's still a relatively small form factor. Yeah. I mean, you're talking about holding up something like this to take someone's photo. And and you just look – it just looks stupid. I mean, granted, this is an HP touchpad. But, um, you know, I mean, it just looks ridiculous.
1: Yeah. No, I, I think it's all, it also comes down to optics, though. If it has a good lens, um, you know, you've seen cameras that have like 8 or 10 megapixels and they look like crap because they have terrible optics. Yeah, uh, they don't but have I'll, a I'll take
0: a, a good quality DSLR over... Oh, sure. You know, even, even that's like like 8 to 10, you know, 8, eight megapixel or less over a 16 megapixel $200 point-and-shoot camera um, any day of the week. Right. Uh, you know, there's, there's no question at all about that. And I, and I think the same is true for the iPad. I think the, I, the iPad and, and, and iPhone, iOS devices in general, they have a camera in them. The yep. camera in the, in the 4S and the 4 is pretty good. But it's not really a replacement for a dedicated, you know, prosumer level camera. Might be a replacement for a cheap um, uh, point and shoot camera, but it's not a replacement for a decent camera. So, but uh, no, I I think it's a a, a great device. Um, I'm looking forward to getting mine. Yeah, me Um, too.
1: I mean, it. I didn't do an iPad. I bought my first iPad used. Actually, uh, very quick story on my first iPad. I bought it brand new. Took it back. Bought it again, brand new took it back and i was really wishy-washy and i finally went ahead and just pulled the trigger and picked one up used for a great deal i got this is a 64 gig 3g for 300 dollars and uh i you know it it was a great deal at the time and uh i decided you know what i didn't get the ipad 2 because there wasn't much of a difference for me other than uh thinner bezel, or thinner thickness, I guess, or not as thick. And The uh, biggest
0: difference is the performance difference.
1: And there was a camera, but it was was a terrible camera. Um, But now, with the Retina display, I think this is a great upgrade for those iPad 1 users out there. Um, iPad 2 to... You know, Apple always likes to uh, make it just enough to try to get you to upgrade. Um, And so, I'm wondering, Joe, how many iPad 2 users out there are going to go ahead and jump and 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 make the upgrade.
0: I think a lot of I think a lot of people are going to jump to the iPad the the new iPad and and the the reason is that there is a huge performance and a huge uh it's not a form factor difference. It's going to be the screen. It's going to be screen. Yeah, in in terms of the screen is is much much higher um, you know, the pixel density like we talked about just all the way around. I think it's a it's a much improved over the iPad 2. Um, you know, I I I don't uh, unless someone jumped into the iPad 2 really, really late in the game, I can't imagine that there are very many people who are saying, well, I'd like to upgrade to an iP- to, a, to the new iPad. Right. So um, I, I think we should talk about, there's been some discussion about this issue with calling it the iPad instead of calling it the iPad 3, um, and that people have complained and said, why are they doing this? It doesn't make any sense. And I I, I honestly believe this is the right, this the naming convention is the right step. You don't buy a... Uh, uh, a Ford Explorer Five, you know what I mean, right? You buy a 2004 Ford Explorer, that sort of thing, right? Yeah. Um, and they're doing the same thing, and this is the same way all the other product lines, except for the iPhone, is is they're they're called the iPod, the uh, the iPod, they're called the iMac, they're called the Mac Pro, the you know that sort of thing. They're not called the Mac Pro Six you know it's it, yeah. they're they're they've done this on all their other product lines it makes sense to do this here they're going to do it with their phone on the next phone release so i'm i'm like 90% sure on that
1: yeah and they need to i mean they you can i mean it's going to get real ridiculous really quickly this is the iphone 7s right. lte so, edition you know it's like so i think people
0: <laughs> are making a big deal out of nothing about that but uh the I, ipad itself sounds like it's going to be a great product i'm really yeah. looking forward to getting mine
1: yeah, Joe ordered uh, what the 32 gig white, correct? Uh,
0: 32 gig white, th- yeah. uh, Wi Fi only. I I thought about getting 4G, but you know, I have a I have a um, a, a Wi Fi only um, first gen iPad, and with uh, you know from work I have a, a 3G modem, and uh, with my um, jailbroken iPhone I have uh, I have Wi Fi or, or a hotspot on it, so there's really no reason that I need 3G on the device.
1: Now, for those people out there who, uh, you know, get the uh, LTE versions, you have to pick between Verizon or AT&T. Now, right now, Verizon's really leading the pack when it comes to LTE uh, coverage. Uh, They have, I believe, about 150 major cities. Uh, AT&T is about 20 or 25. Now, what they have announced is the iPad, the new iPad, will have the ability to become a mobile hotspot. Uh, so you can connect up to five different devices. Now, uh, we have gone, Not uh, we haven't gone, but uh, tech blogs have gone and uh, reached out to Verizon and AT&T and asked them, are you going to support this at launch? And Verizon has come out of the gate and said, yes, we're going to support it at launch. Uh, you'll be able to pick up a, a data plan for it. Now, the plans that they're going to offer are $20 for one gigabyte of data per month, $20 for each additional gigabyte, uh, 30 for two gigs a month, uh, for ten each additional gigabyte, and fifty for five gigs per month, and eighty dollars for ten gigs per month. Now Verizon has stated that their tether uh, their plans also um, include the tethering, uh, the hotspot, if you will. So you can set up a hotspot for no additional charge. AT and T on the other hand has not come out and said that they're going to be offering the hotspot ability out of the gate. They're still quote working on it. Uh, their plans are fifteen dollars for two hundred and fifty megabytes month that's megabytes for $15 each addition 250 megabytes which is just sick Uh, $30 for three gigs a month for $10 each additional gigabyte or $50 for five gigs of data for $10 for each additional gigabyte the one thing that kind of jumps out at me on this is on AT&T's and Verizon's overages so if you get AT&T's lowest plan which is $15 for 250 gigs it's gigs, f- or I'm sorry, 250 megs. <laughs> you pay f- you pay fifteen dollars for each additional 250 meg, but on a thirty uh, the thirty dollar plan, you pay ten dollars for each additional gigabyte. So, w- how is the bits all of a sudden more expensive on the lower plan? I w- well, <laughs> what
2: the hell? Sounds like they don't want <laughs> to. Yeah, you're on. Oh, okay, yeah, it just didn't sound right for a minute. No, you're fine. Um, it sounds like it's like. Well, we don't want to do this, but if we really have to, okay, well, we're just going to pork you for it. <laughs> I mean, gosh.
1: And AT&T can't... The reason why they're working on it is, I bet you, Joe, they can't figure out how
2: much they want to charge for it. That's
1: what it feels like to me, that they're trying to figure out a way to charge for it But for the hotspot capability.
2: They're just still mad about the unlimited that's not unlimited. Oh, unlimited. yeah, well... Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, I, I think that, yeah, they're trying to come up with a way to charge for it, but also a $15 entry level is is not unreasonable to a lot of people right and even though it's only five dollars more twenty dollars might be um but uh but yeah i mean obviously it it seems like the best choice here and the other thing we haven't really talked about is the at&t 4g radio so they not only do they include 4g they also have 3g radios in them right so if you're not in a 4g coverage area you can still get data over 3g um, I just want to make sure people know that because it, you know, could be an issue. But the the 4G that's in the AT&T is not the same 4G that's used internationally. So if you get an AT&T iPad and you think you're going to take it to Europe and hop on one of the European providers who have LTE and the coverage over there is much better than we have here, you're out of luck. Um, You're going to have to get the Verizon one because that one will work over there. The AT&T one won't. Um, But, I mean, it, it, it seems pretty obvious. It, it looks like AT&T is just trying to shoot themselves in the foot and they're doing a reasonable job at it um you know there's rumors going around that they're going to kill off the grandfathered unlimited plans they have this whole data issue with uh, how much they're they're allowing on the ipads well um, there, there is the unlimited plans
1: are essentially dead i mean
0: right i mean you, you said even even your wife just got a notice that said she was going over the yeah, limits so yeah she
1: got a she got a text message saying that she on her it, unlimited plan on her limited plan we both have unlimited uh, she got a three gigabyte message, basically saying you have gone over three gigabytes of data this month. Next month, if you go, or next cycle, if you go over three gigs, you will see receive you will see reduced speeds. And I'm just thinking, uh, so what's the point, I right? Mean, what's the point of having uh, unlimited data? Now, granted, yes, you could still go and not pay overages, but now you're down to edge speeds.
0: I mean, what's yeah. the point, right? And and it's you know i mean it's it's AT&T just they had the the iOS devices first they were a cash cow for AT&T and now like i said AT&T is just going to shoot themselves in the foot everybody's going to jump ship to either Verizon or Sprint because they can carry them now yeah. and uh you know people people bitched for years about AT&T and it turns out look they're they're going to be shown to be correct that AT&T has just been after the dollar but <laughs> How surprising is that?
1: So one of the other little uh, caveats that happened in the 5.1 update, uh, the uh, well, actually, I should let me roll that back. So on Wednesday, you know, Apple announced not only the iPad, uh, they also and the uh, Apple TV and the Apple which TV we about yet, which we'll get to in a moment. They also announced the 5.1 update to iOS. Now, one of the things that were embedded into this update was if you uh, installed the uh, 5.1 update on an AT and T iPhone. 4S. 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 You'll you now notice on your indicator, on your on your little, uh, where it tells you what network you're connected to, instead of 3G, if you're connected to a HSDPA plus tower, you'll now see it says 4G. Now, the odd thing here is there's been some arguing back and forth between Verizon and AT&T when it comes to 4G, and it's not really 4G unless you're talking about LTE, uh, or or YMAX if or, you're Sprint. Or YMAX if you're Sprint. But if you look at some of the, the tweets of that people because a lot of people are just dumb about this. So you know they yeah. update their phone and they go, whoa, how about my new update for my iPhone for ATT? It makes it four G now. Awesome. I have four G now on my iPhone. You know, talk about little underhandedness. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Aren't you excited, David? You have now four Gs. Wow. It clipped
2: his microphone.
3: Everything has been going way over my head. I don't know a damn thing what you're talking about. <laughs> next subject,
2: well, see, please. there you go. You Maybe you
1: fit the perfect role of someone who's like, wow, now I have 4G. Well, Joe, 4G is better than 3G. I have a now a next generation phone. I'm loving 4G on my iPhone. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> It's, yeah, this was a HSDPA, AT&T's been marketing their HSDPA Plus as 4G for a while now because they were so late to get on the actual 4G or the LTE um, bandwagon. Uh, you know, everybody else was jumping into LTE or in Sprint's case, WiMAX to their own mistake. Yeah. Um, and uh, and so they were all announcing their 4G stuff and AT&T was feeling a little left out. Yeah. So they started marketing HSDPA Plus, which is something they could put on most of their towers without any additional cost to them. You get what's as the,
1: 4G. What's the uh, max download speeds on HSDPA Plus? Uh, I want to say it's
0: it, 70, 7.2 megabit or something like no, that.
1: No, no, it's faster than that. I think I want to say like eleven or twelve. I thought. Uh, Regardless, though, I mean this last tweet kind of takes the cake. He, uh, Rob Peterson tweets. He says. It is a glorious thing to update your iPhone and see the 3G change to 4G. I didn't even have to buy a new 4G LTE phone. Yeah. Talk about, I mean, how much money do you think AT&T paid I, uh, Apple to put this in the software? I mean, and, and you got to think maybe Apple's like, well, yeah, we'll put it in because maybe we'll sell more iPhones on AT&T. I, I don't know. It just feels so wrong here. It's not really truly 4G. And now they're coining it off as such.
0: Yeah. Uh, so according to to Wiki, um, HSDPA Plus allows for up to 168 megabits per second down <laughs> and 22 meg up. Right. But AT&T, of course, does not support anywhere near that. Um, and I can't find out exactly how much they actually allow. But um, there are apparently a few carriers in Europe that are doing up to... Um, uh, up to twenty meg uh, megabit on HSDPA plus stuff like that, but um, it is faster than HSDPA, which you know, is normal. But it's still not uh, it's still not real four G. Not compared to LTE or or yeah. even WiMAX. But nobody uses WiMAX anymore. No, I mean, that's crap. Even even Sprint regrets having come on AT.
1: So I who 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 do you think's at fault here? Is this AT and T? Is this? this I think this is one hundred percent AT and T's marketing. And um, but the Apple didn't have to put this update in the software, though.
0: You know, it's it's not clear if it's the Apple software was updated to support carriers defining what their connection is, or if it's because remember your an AT and T phone or uh, an iPhone, um, when you jailbroke it and unlocked it and took it over to T-Mobile, the display would now say T-Mobile instead of AT&T. So some of that information is obviously gr- uh, gotten from, from the, the carrier. From the tower, right, yeah. Um, it's just a question of if Apple said, well, now you can define devices with iOS 5.1, it will now allow devices to be defined as 4G, which it needed to do in order for the LTE devices to work. Or if that was just, if they actually did that on purpose, and now it's that way. But...
1: I, um, I I think you know it's not it, 4G. You know the AT&T is obviously playing off people being dumb and going, "Oh my God, I have a 4G phone now!" Thanks AT&T, thanks Apple for updating that feature onto my phone. Yeah. I, I think like, if, if AT&T
0: had had their <laughs> way about this, the iPhone 4S would have launched as a 4G phone on AT&T at the beginning.
1: Do you see AT&T now, with this software update, going to be heavily marketing, saying we have a 4G phone, a 4G iPhone?
2: Um, see, look at this over here. Don't worry about our data plan, but look it.
0: <laughs> I don't know. Maybe <laughs> they might. It's hard to say. You know, they're, even their, their 3G, though, was significantly faster than most of their carriers' 3G. That's true. In my experience.
1: Yeah. So. We'll see. I mean, it's, it, 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 we all. I think we all agree, though that the way that this has been handled by, I think, by both parties. the We don't know if Apple's fully to blame on this, but I will say this. And come on, at and You don't have a 4G phone. You have a fast, really fast 3G phone, but it's not LTE. And when we think of 4G, we think of LTE.
0: Well, it, that's the hard part is it depends on your definition of 4G. Yeah. And 4G is not actually a standardized term. That's true. It's supposed to mean fourth-generation wireless network. at and argument is they're upgrading their gear to HSDPA+. Plus is their fourth generation digital phone system theirs? That's their definition of it. Everybody else is going, yeah, but but it's not everyone else's definition of four G, which is in general LTE. So, or they're of their fourth generation. So the 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 issue really comes from this four G being a mostly a marketing term and not something that that customers, especially the average customer, has any idea about. I mean, we're we're talking on. The stratospheric level above where uh, the vast majority of cell phone customers are.
1: So, one of the other big things that were was announced at the Apple presentation uh, is the refresh of the Apple TV once again. The Apple TV will now feature ten eighty p. Still, going, finally, still going to be ninety nine bucks. The old Apple TV was only seven twenty p. But now this could do ten eighty p. To link up with iTunes, also offering ten eighty p. Content. Uh, also, uh, there'll be a whole new range of third-party apps, including old favorites like Netflix, Flickr, and YouTube. Uh, there'll be improved connectivity with iCloud and also a beautifully refreshed user interface. Uh, the good news is the price is going nowhere, but you'll have to wait until the 16th. Um,
2: do, do people actually still use Flickr?
1: I use Flickr all the time, Joe, John. Oh, Okay. I well, the reason why I use Flickr all the time is I can up uh, upload full quality photos. Yeah, and I pay one flat rate per year, uh-huh. and uh, but, I have all my photos on there.
0: See, I do the same thing on Picasso, but I don't pay for it.
1: But now, well, Picasso, you do have a limit on storage, though. Well, yeah, but it's it's how many gigs?
2: No, you do have a limit. Um, you might want to Google that, but do you do you use Flickr out in the living room on oh, your no, other devices no. to watch it? So yeah, no. I mean, I, you might use Flickr on the PC,
1: but but if it's so easy to get to on your on your Apple device, John, you might say, "Hey, here's my pictures uh, from my trip." Let me pull that up when you come over that one time a year. It's it's your glorified uh, glorified slideshow. Yeah. Let me get
2: out the projector. Yeah.
1: Now, John, can you tell <laughs> us about that? I mean, like growing up, did you take a
2: lot of slide pictures on your? Uh, yeah (laughs) under 16 millimeter the old uh the old uh eight millimeter uh, millimeter camera camera the eight well no the eight millimeter you still have you
1: still have your reel to reel yeah okay
2: uh move along
1: joe are you gonna uh, pick up uh this as well um i'm not
0: probably not yeah uh if if they um so they're allowing third-party apps if they allow the uh the Plex TV plugin, which I've been using almost oh, exclusively now, yeah. that I might move to it. Yeah. Um. But uh, a yeah, hundred box is a pretty good price for for what all it, it can it remain- do, and it is and it does look like a nice upgrade.
1: It remains competitive in the uh, little box market, if you want to call it that. You know, you got Roku, you got Boxy Box, uh, and you also got other smaller companies that do their uh, set top boxes to hook in. I yeah. the only and,
0: and it's important to know that some of the other boxes are having a hard time getting access to some content. Yeah. Um provide, content providers are are starting to squeeze that more and more and Apple's one of the few companies that have actually stood up and, and been able to provide TV shows through the online store stuff yeah. like that. Um I would as say, they're almost live, you know, I think I think you have to wait a week from broadcast to app, uh iTunes store. Yeah. Something like that on some of the
2: shows.
1: I would say if you're invested in iTunes and you you purchase a lot of content uh through iTunes and you use AirPlay a lot, then I think the apple tv makes sense
0: if you're not I think if you're a cord cutter who doesn't want to download all their media from torrent sites is probably this is probably a good solution for you too because you're more likely to be willing to spend a few dollars on a tv show right um you know we we forget that a lot of a lot of people don't like the idea of downloading um entire tv shows off the internet in questionable legality yeah. and uh and this would make it easy to do and, and legal
1: Netflix has already stated that the Apple TV's Netflix application will support 1080p streaming as well. Nice. Which is really cool. John, nice shirt you got there, by the way. I don't – everybody can see that on camera. Yeah. So. We're talking about pirates, though, not <laughs> –
2: The game. Yeah. The game.
1: That's <laughs> yeah, very nice. But, no, hey, a uh, lot of great Apple announcements uh, from Apple this past week. No doubt Apple's going to make a lot of money, and Joe needs to hold on to that Apple stock – for a while, because he will be set for a while, Joe. You'll, you'll, you'll definitely be set. All right. All right. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> Joe's I'm like, going to sell it and buy a Chevy Volt straight up. Oh, dude. That's a great idea.
2: <laughs> Some stock in Chevy.
1: <laughs> Other cell phone news to report. Now, thank God this T-Mobile 18T merger didn't happen. But t mobiles pushing along, and they're introducing new stuff. And T-Mobile has reportedly uh, announced that they're going to be introducing unlimited mobile-to-mobile minutes on April 4th. Uh, it will be a uh, $10 monthly add-on to your existing voice plan. So, obviously, if you're making a lot of calls to other people's cell phones and you don't want those minutes to be deducted, here you go. Uh, You'll be able to pull the trigger if you're a T-Mobile customer. I will say this, though. I I wish I could just get a uh, a data-only plan and maybe like 100 minutes a month total. I I barely talk on my phone now. I mean, I use more text messaging and iMessage and... Um, video conferencing than I do the other stuff. But as long as carriers have control, they'll give us those voice minute plans that we don't want to use. <laughs> That's right. It
0: would be kind of interesting exercise to have our AT&T, uh, anybody who's listening who's an AT&T subscriber, check to see how many rollover minutes you have and uh, and let us know. I think that would be kind of interesting to I see. I I know 000, I'm in, the, in probably tens of thousands at this
2: point.
1: Final, uh, final geek story, <laughs> and it's all been mobile news this week, pretty much. Yeah. I know there's been other great news, but you know this is what we're touching on this week. If you want other news, find somebody else. I don't care. <laughs> um,
2: <laughs> Lame. That's it. Just, just alienate our listener base. I mean, no, no,
0: no. I, I mean, there there's going to be ga- gamer news in a minute. This yeah. is just in a all the geek news happens to be mobile stuff because uh, mobile companies are evil, and we like to talk about.
1: Them. Yes. Yeah. Talk about evil. Let's talk about how evil AT&T is one more time. Again. One more so time. So we spoke about how uh, a user the
2: out of step-child.
1: California sued AT&T in small claims court and won. He won $850 because of AT&T's definition of unlimited. He was able to sue uh, and win. Well, as is the case in most jurisdictions, AT&T decided to go ahead and appeal the $850 ruling, to Superior Court. So it's going to <laughs> Superior Court. And the reason why this is significant is now in Superior Court, they can bring in attorneys. Or a real attorney. That's right. And, and so you know uh, that the, the at and legal team is going to bring the hammer down, and they're going to try to not only get this overturned, but try to get the user to pay for legals fees and make him pay and make him realize, how dare he sue AT&T? How dare he? (gasps) So if you want any reason to not use AT&T, there you go.
0: Yeah, at this point, I'm leaning towards going to somebody else for my next phone.
1: Yeah, Yeah, and the great thing about that, Joe, is by the time we're all ready to move on to next phone's, uh, they should all be compatible with the next generation of networks, LTE. Uh, and granted, we'll have data caps, but oh well.
0: Well, and LTE won't matter because they're freaking dragging their feet, dragging to bring it out here. So that's right.
1: <sighs> that's right. Well, we, we have a lot of a lot of great gaming news to go through the week. And Joe, we're going to start off talking first about stop thinking you're a producer. A former Mass Effect designer tells gamers. So can you go into the sto- uh, story a little bit, Joe, and, and give us the details about what, what's going on here?
0: Right. So uh, we, we didn't we didn't do a show last week, so we didn't really have a chance to talk about this. But it came out that Mass Effect was going to launch. Uh, Mass Effect 3 was going to launch. And, and Mass Effect 3 is the last installment in the series. Uh, well, the last uh, installment that they've said they're going to make in the series. Um, and it was supposed to close up all these plot holes, all of these storylines were going to end with Mass Effect 3. Well, they decided that uh, all of them except the character group known as the Pro- uh, Protheans would end. And the Prothean story was only going to be available through DLC that uh, would be available day of. And uh, included a playable character, somebody you could add to your party, um, and a, f- a few other things like that. And But it would be available as zero day. Now... A lot, obviously, a lot of the gaming community does not like the idea of Zero Day DLC. I don't like the idea of it. EA said, no, 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 it's all cool. Or Bioware said, it's all cool. Um, this was developed, at, almost fully developed after the game had been finished. The, the base game had been finished. And this, this will be a truly, you know, new content was not developed in, in concert with the rest of the game. So, the rest, most of the gaming community was like, okay, well, for some reason, this is acceptable now. Uh, well, what, what it, what's ended up coming out is, even though when you buy the DLC after you've purchased the full game, it downloads the DLC content, uh, or all the DLC for it, people have gone back and looked at the discs and looked at the media that they get with before they buy the DLC, and have found that that content's already there. So it was obviously in the game and part of the game during development and was taken out at some point before final production and declared to be a DLC because they want the games to cost $10 more. So now basically to get the full game, to finish the game, and actually have a, a full finished storyline and, and learn everything you can about the universe, um, you have to buy this $10 DLC. And it's, it's unfortunate because a lot of people really wanted that, but the, the big debate now is EA lying directly to gamers saying no 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 this was developed independently it wasn't part of the the content we we started it late and and now we're allowing you to have it now um you know we pushed it to get it available day of but it really has been with the game media the entire time there's actually a video i ran across somewhere of somebody editing a couple text files and unlocking the dlc just by <laughs> editing and editing and editing a couple text
1: files which by the way circumvents the dmca by the way i believe to do that
0: uh, yeah but it, the point is that it's there you don't have to download anything for it. It's already part of the game, and uh, and of course that's a, a big, I mean it's a problem. Not to mention the games on on Origin only and stuff like that. So I mean, so just uh, say I haven't bought Mass Effect three, and I probably will not be buying. I no, there's no problem. I will no, not be buying.
1: Mass I'm not. Bu- I'm not buying it either. I mean, this is just which is unfortunate because I actually yeah. enjoyed Mass Effect one and two, but I I, so. I obviously you know EA must be under huge pressure from stockholders and and people who. Want to make a lot of money seeing these franchises succeed, especially sequeled franchises that they're like whoa, whoa crap we'll just make a DLC one day DLC and when it was already in the game in the first place I mean and we're seeing this more and more now where games are full price and then you're paying for the feature or paying for more complete storylines or paying for the full quote unquote experience of the game um, yeah. what, what, how do, how do how does this make you feel David?
3: Well, I, I'm not really into RPGs, so I haven't even played the Mass Effect games, to be perfectly honest.
1: But the but the idea of the one-day DLCs and that sort of thing.
3: Especially stuff. when it's already on the
1: disc. Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
3: didn't Namco do, do something like that a while back? I don't remember. Uh, the, the big one is
0: um, the new Street Fighter versus somebody or other game that's, in, that's coming out. There's some um, DLC that's in that game that's that ships with the game. But they said they're not going to unlock until the, the game is released for another platform, which is in, I want to say, like six to nine months. So even though you're it. buying the game now for whatever platform you want to play it on, the content is there, but you can't play it until they decide to unlock it for you in nine months and then charge you money for it.
3: Yeah. So
0: I, I mean, this is, this is the, the excuse. One of the excuses somebody used was this is what they're doing. Because people are buying the games and then and reselling them or, or returning them, you know, or selling them back to GameStop and then that's rebuying not the them and, reason. And, sort of and they're <sighs> trying to keep make sure that the developer still makes money. On no, their sales. that's
1: not the reason. That is not but, the reason.
0: Well, no, I mean, it's it's. It, I'm sure that that's part it, of the reason. It might but be the a bigger factor. part of the reason is they think games are cheap and they want to make more money. Uh, and and it's just ridiculous when you're a company the size of, of EA. I, I think we did we talk about. Um, did we talk about uh, Alan Wake on uh, on PC? Um, uh, our we last did. Show. Yeah,
1: we did, and how it, and, it, it's incredibly raking in them funds, and it's like right. ten or twenty dollars cheaper.
0: Right. They sold it for thirty bucks on launch, yeah, and they have more than made back all of the development costs of the game in the first twenty four hours in one
1: day. Yeah.
0: Right. And uh, and and. Just through added through higher volume, and Gabe Newell has said for years, you know, he's been saying that if you sell the product for less, you'll sell enough copies to more than make up the difference. Yeah, and uh, and EA obviously, EA and Bioware just don't don't care
1: or don't see it. So, and and this is what they're doing right now when it comes to especially on console stuff where they they have the ability to do so. Where you have a physical media, they're like, all right, we're going to give you a key to unlock exclusive content. Or more complete content unlocks the rest of the disc, if you will. Uh, therefore, you can't resell it. I mean, uh, or if you do resell it, you have to pay that ten dollar additional fee on top of the used price.
0: Or the the, the rental games is the other place where this is going to affect. Oh yeah, you know, I mean, if you're renting, you know, we, we've talked about Redbox carrying uh, game rentals now, and uh, if you rent the game from Redbox, well, you can't get the full game anymore.
1: You won't get the full experience, no,
0: because you'll you'll only get the base minimum. And you probably won't. You won't be able to play it online because that'll cost fifteen bucks to do. Um, you'll have to buy the key for that. And you know, this is it's it's rough being a a gamer now because all these companies want so much more money than they have. Now I don't and know. They already have a lot of money.
1: I don't know if one thing is connected to the other. Uh, but one of the one of the headlines uh, from February, we we the the numbers just came out. It was the uh, the game data as far as how many games and how much uh, stuff was sold. And in February, game sales were down 20% in the U.S. Uh, The 360 is still the best-selling console, uh, but year over year, it's down 20%. Now, uh, there wasn't many huge releases when it comes to the games, though, but it makes you wonder if gamers are starting to catch on a little bit with how these companies are starting to do the DLC and they're trying to stack on the DLC and exclusive content, et cetera, et cetera. If they see that, they're like, well, screw it. I'm just not going to buy anything. makes you wonder. It makes you wonder if that's what they're leaning towards and what they're doing. Um, It really sucks. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But speaking of expansion packs and speaking of more game content that maybe should have been on the disc in the first place, we don't know perhaps. But Battlefield 3 is getting three, count them, one, two, three new expansions. Uh, the first one's going to be rolling out in June. It's going to be called Battlefield 3 Close Quarters. It's a new map pack, of which will have four new maps that are much smaller. Uh, course Quarters will offer room-to-room combat between infantry. Uh, the announcement DICE executive producer Patrick Bach mentioned that the maps would be similar in flow to Operation Mitro. Or metro, if you are English. Uh, the map will. <laughs> it was featured in the Battlefield Three multiplayer beta. The expansion will also see the addition of ten new weapons. That's right, even more weapons. What? We don't know how much yet. It's gonna how much it's gonna cost? Probably ten bucks, I would guess. And then soon, Joe, there'll be a super duper deluxe edition that will give you everything for one hundred dollars or
0: whatever. Yeah, but at least this is content that that you know you don't already have. It didn't ship on the disc. <laughs> but and and I don't know. I mean, uh, uh, did they say how many maps it will include? Four maps. Four maps and ten weapons. Ten weapons. And if they sell it for ten bucks, that's not unreasonable. If they sell it for fifteen bucks, twenty bucks, that's getting a little bit sillier. Um, I don't know. I, obviously, they're trying to they're trying to get into a little bit more of Call of Duty's territory since uh, it does those smaller um, close-in maps a lot more. But.
1: In other unfinished game news, Diablo 3 is going to be shipping without player-versus-player arenas. Now, the developers over there at Blizzard have said that they would not ship Diablo 3 until it's done. However, Diablo 3 lead designer Jay Wilson told gamers that the game would inexplicably ship without the player-versus-player arena system. So what they're going to do is they're going to hold back on the development of the system and release it as a patch following the game's launch. So at least, Joe, it's not going to be a DLC that you have to purchase. John. No.
0: Well, no. It, it's, isn't Isn't Diablo 3 going to have a monthly online cost anyway? Um, I do not know
1: that. Oh. I don't know.
0: I know Blizzard is hurting because they're, the number of players in WoW has dropped dramatically. <laughs>
1: um,
0: they're still making a lot of money from it, but they're not making as much as they were.
1: They're not printing money anymore.
0: No, no, they're definitely not printing money. Um, but uh, I, I have to imagine this is this is an attempt to try to recoup some of that, um, especially because the the launch schedule for their next big MMO is still not officially known. Um,
1: now, John, aren't you a uh, big Diablo fan? How does this yes. make you feel?
2: Um, you know, I I had to laugh at the the very first line, um, or the first part of this little article you had posted for the show. Well, I said, you know, we still don't know exactly when Diablo will get go on sale, but at least now we know it won't be when it's done. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah, it's just like because it won't be done. It's won't be, or, well, now it's no, it's it's going to ship even though it's not done. Right. You know, I guess we're, I guess we're not waiting for it. it'll be done when it's done and we'll sell it then. It's the oh well, I guess we might as well just put it out there because oh well, yeah, they got to hold on to the fan base. I mean, the customer base that's. That's kind of trickling off, the, the, you know, to age, old age, and death.
1: I, I know that my wife's really looking forward to Diablo Three. She's like been on the waiting list for the beta forever, so she's like forever, 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 forever. Mojang and Bethesda has settled their Scrolls trademark dispute. That's right. All gamers and people who play Minecraft can go. Okay, thank God there was not going to be a big, huge lawsuit. But Mojang and Bethesda. Uh, Bethesda. Bethesda. (laughs) Bethesda. 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 Whatever. Close enough. I don't care. (laughs) They were squabbling over the uh, term of scrolls, which is uh, part of the Elder Scrolls series in uh, Mojang coming out with a game called Scrolls. But basically the agreement, according to Notch, is uh, that Bethesda, (sighs) whatever, they will keep the trademark. Mojang will get to use the Scrolls name for the upcoming strategy RPG. And Mojang won't create an Elder Scrolls competitor using that name. So, looks like no money changed hands. Everybody's happy.
3: Everybody. I still would have liked to see him play Quake 3. Who? So, wasn't that the original thing where um, Mojang just said, uh, um,
0: To decide that they okay, were going to just play, play Quake, Quake
3: 3? Play
1: Quake 3 over it. <laughs> <laughs> I do, Yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Play Quake 3. Or Unreal Tournament 2004, that be Oh,
0: yeah, it does say, ignoring Mojang's offer to settle the dispute in a Quake deathmatch.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Sorry to break it down to all of you gamers out there, but there will not be a Halo 4 public beta. Oh. Um, yeah, that's right. There are no plans to receive a... Uh, that. The, there's no plans for Halo 4 to receive a public play, a beta. 3.4.3 Industries announced in a Q&A with uh, franchise development director Frank O'Connor. Uh, and in other related Halo 4 news... Microsoft recently won a legal battle against the bogus website Halo4Beta.net. So, uh, and Microsoft has also filed a complaint against Halo4Beta.biz. Yeah. Not a big Still fan of ha- milk that stone, huh? Not not a big fan of uh, Halo.
3: I never have liked it.
1: <laughs> I liked the original Halo when I with the big super boomerang controller.
3: I played the original Halo over a LAN that had a friend's house when it first came out, and we played it for four or five hours, and then finally we're just, eh, screw it, and went back to Unreal Tournament.
1: Let's bring up some future gaming news, shall we? The next Xbox will lose the disk drive. According to British video game trade magazine MCV, they're reporting now that the next Xbox will ditch the optical drive in favor of downloading... And solid state memory. They don't know if they're going to release games uh, in physical media, where they'll have you know they'll buy the case and an instruction book in the store, and they'll have a little memory card stick or something to that fashion, or it's all going to be dig- uh, digital distribution. Don't know yet. Uh, but the it looks like the optical drive is gone, which means no more playing DVDs through your Xbox 360. Hmm. Question. Yes, John. Question.
2: Has anybody really heard much or has seen news from this site before? From which site?
1: The site from The that- Verge? Yeah. Oh, I've okay. used The Verge quite often. All right. But they're reporting <laughs> it through the video video game trade magazine, MCV. So they're reporting it through a reporting of a reporting. Yeah, it's like using those. Okay. It's like a contest of a contest contest. Okay. Right.
0: Yes. I don't know. I think more than not being able to play DVDs on your Xbox, this also means that if it is download only for content people who don't have an internet connection, which I know there aren't very many, but there are still a number of people who are in areas where they do not have broadband, um, will basically be up a tree. Yep. And, uh, and that the entire um, re- resale market will be done. That's right. I mean, well, goodbye Game Crazy, goodbye... Well, Game, Game Crazy is already gone. Goodbye yeah. GameStop, uh, all those companies that make money... Selling and reselling video games they'll just
2: have to do stick with hardware yeah
0: they they won't be able to make enough money i I don't think the margins are wide enough on hardware
2: yeah and it seems like you know like myself, I wouldn't want to run out and buy one if i couldn't use the the few games that I already do have yeah. on c d yeah. if I had to rebuy those
0: that's a that's a good point is is the xbox and the p s three of both well the p s three now isn't but originally was able to play p s two games the Xbox can play can play some Xbox games, and uh, and the Wii, of course, can play um, GameCube games. So this means the next generation consoles are not going to be able to play the previous gen games, uh, which f- is
1: yeah. You, you, physical media, the disc drive may go away, which makes sense because of the limitations of the optical media. I, I, but yeah, I can see that. I don't see physical physical distribution going away, and the reason why is simple: you have a huge, overwhelming. percentage of the population that does not have significantly good high speed internet access they just don't um and so that being said there's still but if it's if
0: it's memory cards that are actually writable when you put it in your console and and if i were a game developer and i was worried about the third party or the the resale market taking over and and making more money than that's not going into my pocket i would make a little part of my memory
1: cards writable and when you put that into a console, it, it, it marries. you
0: write the console's ID onto that card, and that card will not work on any other console. Yeah,
1: no, I could see that possibly happening, but I don't see them getting away from physical media at all.
0: Well, that's fine, but yeah. it, that's not having, having a resale market would still kill a lot of the game stores, because that's where they make a huge percent of their money.
1: We don't care about the game stores, do we?
0: Well, we should care more about lo- small game stores than we should care about Microsoft
1: and Sony. GameStop is hardly small, though.
0: Well, okay. Then the Mon Pop <laughs> game store on the corner. And How's Microsoft that? I Microsoft mean, is local it, for it's us. It's basically shutting out an entire market, though.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's one of those markets, though, that when you sell a used game for only $5 cheaper than the new, I mean, what are you really gaining, I guess? Um, I mean, I, I guess if DLC. you... DLC. DLC. <laughs> Ah, uh, another other future gaming news. Now, this is one game that I love, and I cannot wait for it to come out. Granted, though, it's going to come out on Origin. I'm going to hate life.
0: And it'll have a crap ton of uh, DLC. Yeah, that's right. I mean, expansion packs. I yeah. mean, D- I, whatever.
1: Yeah, uh, SimCity 5 is currently under construction. It will be arriving in 2013. Uh, it was announced uh, at the Game Developers Conference in San Francisco. Uh, we don't know much else at this point, other if it's going to be called SimCity Five or just SimCity or whatever, but it will have curvy roads, a wider selection of buildings, a simple mode for beginners, and they're hoping that a uh, there will be a stable Mac version as well. Um, and uh, have you played a lot of SimCity Four or SimCity at all, Joe? I mean, uh, in the past? Yeah,
0: way. I mean, way back in the day, I played it quite a bit. Um, build up a city and then destroy it. That tended to be what I did. Uh, but um,
1: I don't know. I'm gonna play. Uh, I'm gonna play a, a a little bit of the uh, of the of the trailer. of uh,
0: I'll keep playing SimCity Four uh, and find some of these. Like they, they talked about some of these add ons, the Network Add On mod, which allows you to have non cur- uh, non straight road lines or non straight line roads and stuff like that.
1: But um. so is, is the Sim franchise more? Uh, I guess if you will. Uh, was Socialist? You have sim, sim Land, Sim Bank, Sim Tech. I want Sim Ant to come back. Yeah, Sim, sim Earth. Sim Ant.
0: Or Sim Farm. <laughs> I don't know. I, this Ant is going to end up being... It'll be Sim City based on the Sims, where everything,
1: every little bit and piece will be... Now, if the game looks like this, planet. if the game looks like this, I'm buying it. I'm so buying There's no it. way. There's no <laughs> But it's going to have curvy roads, though. At least, well, that's that's great. He put that power plant in. Ah, uh. sim tech, sim everything. John, don't you want this game? No. Images not representative of actual gameplay.
0: Yeah, I mean it's. <laughs> There's no way that's what it'll look like. It would be pretty if it did, but it won't.
1: Oh, sadly. Coming 2013 to Origin. And, think of
0: that okay, think of that yes. trailer as being just like the trailer for Dead Island that everybody fawned over. <laughs> you know the one that actually had absolutely nothing to do with the game when it came
1: out? Oh. It just like that. <laughs> David Miller's camera is frozen, so he, he doesn't have much to say about it, but he can always stop his camera and then restart it. Yeah, I could. <laughs> or I can just hang up on you.
3: That's a great picture. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, folks. there you So go.
0: you're going to buy SimCity Five or or thirteen or whatever it's going to be. I, you know, I probably will. I mean, uh, even though it'll be on Origin, I know, and it'll have a whole ton of zero day DLC. I know. Well, and it'll we be 50 don't or 60 know.
1: bucks. We don't know if there's going to be zero day DLC, but it's an EA game. There will be. Was there for uh, Was there for Battlefield Three? If you didn't pre-order, there was.
0: Zero-day DLC, really? Oh, I guess it wasn't zero-day, but if you didn't pre-order, you didn't get the DLC until, uh, what, two weeks after launch or whatever it was. Yeah.
1: So. All right, so I'm going to buy it. Are you going to buy it? No. No? I mean, no. No? no I,
0: at this point, I'm not going to buy any more games on Origin.
1: None? That's it? Battlefield. No, 3's, that's it. Battlefield 3 is the end of it for you. Battlefield 3 is the end of it, yeah. All right. <laughs>
2: I you're gonna get the content, the DLC coming. You're, up. You're gonna get the DLC coming
1: up there for Battlefield <laughs> Three.
2: I probably not.
1: Oh, okay. All
2: right. Oh, no, I mean, yeah. the the
0: The whole issue with getting banned from from uh, from Battlefield and having EA not be able to tell me why I was banned or how to rectify it, and then rectifying without telling me that they were rectifying it. The whole experience soured me on on EA in general as a company. Uh, I mean, if they are, if their own divisions can't communicate with each other and, and can't keep a of running lists together, they they don't deserve any more support from me.
1: Well, I, I will say though that at least uh, with uh, you know with the whole um, you know franchise and you know at least it's gotten better. But you know, obviously, their customer support goes a long way. And mm-hmm. if you don't have customer support, it doesn't matter how great your game is or how good it looks graphically. Mm-hmm. If you don't have, and,
0: and support, how do you know? You know I mean, SimCity sucks. may be online play only as well. Or require a constant online connection, stuff like that. I mean, there's just too many. At this point, there's no way to predict whether whether you should be buying it or not. Um, you don't even know what the game's going to look like. So, ding. I got email. All right on my on my um, turkey sandwich mod. There it is.
1: All right, last last uh, last uh, gaming story of the week, and then we're going to move on to our picks of the week. And um, there's so many good stories uh, that we could finish off the, uh, the show with, but I'm going to finish off the sto- uh, the week of gaming topics to talk about. Hold on here. Where is... Uh, where is it here? Hold Are you on. looking for anger? Oh, here we go. Yes, I found it. So overheard at the Game Developers Conference was some uh, some chat about Minecraft. And uh, recent millionaire, Notch, had a fireside chat with Spy Party's Chris Hecker. And This is what Notch said, quote, there is one thing that hasn't been found, he declared, referring to the Easter eggs and cool tricks buried in Minecraft gameplay. Grab a beer or a legally legally applicable beverage and get digging. So there you go, folks. There's one thing that is still yet to be found in Minecraft. When was this put out? On the 9th? On the 9th, and this was overheard at the Game Developers Conference.
0: Yeah, um, I think on about the same time this went out, it was already figured out. Oh, <laughs> really? What would yeah, that? Yeah, this story went out because, yeah, I, I heard about this uh, last week. And so, I don't know what it is. So, what is it? Um, so, what it is is uh, at some point in the long history, uh, he typoed Minecraft and accidentally called it Mince Raft, and it went to a release. And, um, and so that's kind of been an inside joke with them. So he wrote in the code that once every, uh, I think it's 10 or 100,000 launches of Minecraft, it will say, the, the main title screen will say Mince Raft instead of Minecraft.
1: That's but he, it. But he said it's never been found.
0: Well, nobody knew about it.
1: Oh, but now, now, it's now it's out there. Now well, it's well because
0: people like went divulged. nuts over it. They just started going crazy about finding it and figuring out what it is, and build this and do this and yada again and all this other kind of crap. Finally, he was like, "Okay, guys, this is this is it. It's you, you've way overblown what you think it is and how significant you it is, uh, you think it is and stuff like that." And, <laughs> and it's just this. So finally, didn't oh I mean, he did well, take that's that's, that's
1: nothing it. huge. No, exactly. You don't have to dig for that at all. No, mm. well, you have to dig in the code to figure it out. Yeah. But yeah. but yeah that's that's what it was oh well deep Sorry. sigh
0: yep. and on that bombshell oh wait uh <laughs> and on that note
1: <laughs> it's time to move on to our picks of the week <sighs> these are geeky not gonna talk about space birds since that was no so no no okay no we'll talk about space birds next week space right. birds which is uh our angry birds angry birds space. space fine let's talk about it screw it okay do you, do you get the space reference now? We're doing it live. Yeah, so Angry Birds is coming out. Uh it was previewed at the Game Developers Conference and it's going to be coming out on everything except for the Vita for right now at least. Uh it's up to Sony whether or not it comes out on the Vita, but the cool thing about Angry Birds Space is it takes into account like uh gravity of planets and and stuff. I'm going to I'm going to pull up a video here in a minute, but um are you excited about this, Joe? Angry Birds Space Space Space. space, space. Mm, nah, no, no. I don't. I, I I don't
0: actually think I've paid for any of the Angry Birds games.
1: Oh, you, you've only gotten the free versions.
0: I think I've only had the free version of of the first one, and I only installed it so somebody else could play with it, and then I removed it as
1: soon as they were done. All right. So, in gadget. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so Engadget went hands-on uh, with uh, Angry Word Space. I'm trying to pull up uh, the lovely video from Engadget, and for some reason it is not wanting to pull up. Well, probably because of the fact that I don't have um, Flash installed, or an, a newer version of Flash. Let me pull up this version, though. This should go first. So here we go. Here's what it looks like. So, yeah, you you, you basically have, like, atmospheres and and things you have to deal with. Yeah. This is a really terrible video.
0: (laughs) So, wait, I'm can uh what? So, can you launch them into orbit around things?
1: Yes, you can. Yes. Oh. Now, right now, it's going to be coming out exclusively to the uh, Galaxy Note, and eventually it'll come out to other things, but it's coming to the Note first. The, Which is
0: that stupid tablet with the pen. Well
1: it's on a tablet.
0: It's a phone. It's a like a giant size phone though. <laughs> yes,
1: it's a it's a giant phone. It's like with the stylus.
0: If all the basketball players didn't already have iPhones, this would be the phone that would make them look in proportion.
1: Actually no, I stand corrected. It'll have an exclusive level. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> and it will make an upton billion dollars. You can tell we're all so excited. Well, <laughs> yeah.
0: according to uh, – anyway, who cares? Anyway, let's move on to Pick of the Weeks.
1: Okay. <laughs> let's go to Pick of the Weeks. Pick yeah. of the Weeks. These are our geeky uh, gaming, another neat item that we'd like here at GeekGamer.tv. And Joe is going to lead us off.
0: Oh, I'll lead us off? Yes, yeah. you will. Oh, I went for I went to the geek side of Pick of the Week this time. The geek side? Uh, I'm going uh, to talk about the, uh, the IBM Holy Opto Chip. Holy Octomom Chip? No, Opto Chip.
1: Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> so what
0: basically what it is, is, is IBM's managed to develop this chip that will allow up to one trillion bits per second uh, as an uh, interconnect between devices. Um, and the way it does it is uh, it actually puts photodiodes and uh, detectors directly on the chip and then drills holes through the silicon in order for those to have access to the outside. So it's really, it's actually really cool tech. It's, it's really, really advanced stuff. Um, it is allowing this sort of bandwidth is uh, 10,000 times faster than the typical 100 meg Ethernet that most people have on their computers. So, I mean, even if you have gig, it's still 1,000 times faster than that. Um, it's pretty cool, and it doesn't use a whole lot of power because it uses light. It's just under 5 watts uh, for the actual chip itself. The big thing about this is, of course, this is not a product that you can buy at this point. This is a, uh, an early prototype IBM's come up with and said, hey, look what we can do, um, and hopefully other companies will pick up the tech uh, you know, buy it from IBM, or or um, uh, you, you know, get royalty to or get the rights to make it and use it in their components. And this will be our future interconnect for computers, um, especially in data centers. This would be a huge deal.
1: Are you but, hoping uh, IBM to send you a prototype? Is is that why you picked this uh, pick of the week? <laughs>
0: Well, that'd be great, but I'm, I'm ten, I tend to doubt that, and I'm not sure I'd know what to do with it. I'd be like, oh, look, cool, and, and I see. Um, <laughs> Can I put this in my
1: system? Uh, yeah,
0: exactly. Oh, it'll go, it'll go really well with my killer neck. Um, <laughs> uh, but, um, <laughs> but, yeah, it's a, it's a really, really cool thing. It is the, the future of where we're going with a lot of this, this uh, connectivity between devices, um, for at least especially for networking and stuff like that. But uh, one trillion bits per second. Um, which is, like I said, to put that in perspective, if you have a gig connection on your computer right now, it is a thousand times faster than that.
1: Sickening. Yeah. The Imagine IBM Holy... Video over that, man. And I'm not going to make fun of this time. IBM Holy Opto Chip is just...
0: IBM's Holy thing. Opto Chip. Holy they, Opto They got chip. the name because it's optical, it's a chip, and it has holes in it.
2: Holes.
1: Not
0: like seriously, that's where the name came from. And not like, holy... Not like not that. Not like. Not like. Yeah. Not. Not. No. Not like. Yeah. Bill and Ted's Holy. Like. Yeah.
1: You know. Very cool, man. I love the super geek stuff. Oh
0: God, how many people even recognize a Bill and
1: Ted reference anymore? I that do, but but me. most people probably in the chat room don't. Yeah. Nice, nice pick. Thank you, Mr. Joe. <laughs> <laughs> All right, John
2: Kessler, uh-huh. you're up, sir. What's your pick of the week? My pick of the week is. Um, I'm, I want to do this once so I can give a shout out to these folks so uh, people knew about them it's uh, Raspberry Pi it's mm,
1: you know I love a good Sherry's Raspberry Pi yeah. I mean there's nothing except like- so this is there's P- no E I. on the end of it it's just Pi it's just Pi
2: Raspberry oh. Pi
1: oh Raspberry Pi
2: yes yeah. these folks have made a, a credit card size little PC okay um, it's uh, the, the little units cost uh, one without networking is 25 bucks wow one with networking is 35 bucks it's, um, they're actually a nonprofit or profit organization, and what they're trying to do is get these things out to people and kids, or actually more towards kids, so they can learn programming. Oh, wow. To start messing around with it. Um, it's, you know, it's, <laughs> unfortunately, in the, in the this last week's news, there was a little snafu in the, uh, production of their new, uh,
1: Unfortunately, the shop one. is down for maintenance right now, so I can't get over to the shop to yeah, check that out. But
2: because they've been kind of flooded, um, you know, the back order, they you know, between the uh, snafu with the wrong uh, Ethernet port being put on their boards, um, yeah, they kind of had to shut their shop down. I said uh, uh stuff's limited, but um, you know, I wanted to kind of throw this out there so people knew about it.
1: So it looks like there's a, a video here of open. L- lack running on on the pie. So 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 I don't know if you can see it in the video there folks, but see that little thumbstick right there? That's what it's running on, right, John? That little stick—that's oh,
0: storage. That whole box is the Raspberry that, Pi. Well, yep. oh,
1: this this box here, this. Yeah. Okay, I thought it was just yeah, this the
0: thumbstick is just the the storage media because it doesn't have a.
1: Uh, um, well, it doesn't yeah. have any other
0: storage capabilities. So, I
1: gotcha. Uh, other than system RAM, but I
0: posted a picture of a of a beta board, probably the same board in the
1: IRC as well. So, uh, open. Elec is the open-embedded Linux Entertainment Center, which uh, is kind of like Xbox Media Center, right?
2: No, actually, or, no, they or, are. Or they are using this. Yeah, they're. Oh, they're, okay. Um, I was reading the one article. They said between the OS and the X, the, the Media Center software on it, mm-hmm. they had the whole entire install down to 70 megs. Wow. It was, you know, stuff. And, and,
1: and can it encode like really low, like 720p or 1080p? Can it
2: handle that? Uh, they're doing 1080p. Wow. On uh, decoding. The, yeah, the decoding. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah.
1: what I'm referring to. That's what. Yeah.
2: Um, that's, it's amazing. It's an, uh, it is using an uh, ARM processor. Yeah, yeah. Um, they've only got 256 megs on the chip, but they have um, basically they're using a you're you're pre-setting up an SD card, so it's got a little SD card slot in it. So and they said they've gone all the way up to 32 gigs on the SD for your operating, you know, basically that's your operating system. So it only has the 256 megs on the card. Um, so
1: what they're showing here on the video right now is they're they're pulling a, a video file off of that uh, USB drive and, yeah, pla- and playing it, and they're playing a movie trailer right now. Yeah. So this is a 1080p movie trailer that's playing through the monitor, mm-hmm. and just a little bit of a frame loss, but you know, obviously it's not you know, fully developed yet, but that's incredible, the the kind of uh, potential that this little thing has.
2: Yeah, they just, they have a composite video out, and HDMI. um, And HDMI. Yeah, yeah. Um, And a little USB interface. That's incredible.
1: I mean, that's going to put some, uh, I mean, think of the potential like in a, uh, you know, making your own little mini set-top box, if you will.
2: Yep. um, I, I haven't visited their forums. I guess they've got a pretty big, you know, they actually have a pretty big community behind them um, of people with, you know, project ideas. Um, yeah. And like I said, you know, if you're not doing too much video watching or depending on what you're doing, a home theater PC is, you know, right. Everybody's on the wagon for that. Just the fact that the size, there's no sound, it's you know, no heat, no temperature. They um, said, it only only requires five volts. I don't know what the amp rating is. Uh, I saw that there was a, uh, a note about on the fact.
0: The, uh, the Model A, which is the lower power one, the, the one that does have, not have Ethernet, is 500 milliamps. Uh-huh. And the Model B, which does have Ethernet and two USB ports, is 700 milliamps. So, yeah, there's so, two and a half watts and three and a half watts, just to give you an freaking idea.
1: freaking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I know I mean, I'm getting real geeky here. But, man, that is, I mean, the potential of this little yeah. thing is just extraordinary. That is really cool. I'm surprised that not a major company has reached in there and tried to buy it up and say no, yeah. we don't want to see let to see the light of day.
2: Yeah, no. Well, but think about, you know, what's in your phone. What is in a phone? It's an ARM processor ARM or processor. or
1: a, an Apple chip or
2: the board isn't very big in this and think of no. all the stuff that these things do. Yeah, that's true. Um, you know, basically and that's what it is, is a, you know, you think about it, it's basically just a stripped down phone.
1: Yeah, it's a stripped a stripped down
2: computer. Yeah. Um,
1: that's freaking cool. No, that's a great pick, man. Thank you, Mr. John. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll have a link in our show notes if you guys want to check out more information about it. Uh, but Raspberry Pi, P-I dot was org Pi. dot org dot org. Very cool. Thank you, Mr. John. Mm-hmm. My pick this week uh, is a uh, company, and and uh, and actually, uh, they make a, a huge line of protection uh, accessories for your device, whether if you have an iPhone or an Android phone or an iPad or other types of tablets. Uh, The company is called Otterbox, and they're my pick of this week because they have saved my butt this week. I (laughs) probably have dropped my iPhone five times. And this thing, now this isn't their heavy-duty Defender case. I have what is called the Commuter case, and I'll give you guys a zoomed-in picture here. That's what it looks like. Uh, Basically, it gives you two layers of protection, a a soft, uh, rubbery protection, and then a uh, plastic... Uh, polycarbonate outer shell. Now John, you have uh, an OtterBox uh, Well you yeah. can show it on your camera oh, right there.
2: Yeah. I have the OtterBox for my Evo. You have an Evo Otterbox so it's got Just the,
1: black. Just the black. And it's yours is just the, the shell, right? Or do you have no, the two layer? Or you the have two a two layer. The yeah.
2: hard shell with the rubber Yep. The rubber there with the port covers.
1: There you go. Um I I also have uh the Otterbox box, this is the commuter that you saw on the picture there um same thing a rubbery shell now this camera you won't be able to see it too well but um let me see here some of my corners are really scuffed up that's because i've dropped this thing Uh, i've dropped it on the concrete pavement my floor I i love it uh it works great and if you are really really terrible with your device and you want something that is like hardcore that is like even more shock resistant you can get yourself the iphone defender case and this is what the defender case looks like they use even more thicker plastic and more thicker uh, rubbery material underneath and also has a built-in screen guard as well Uh, i mean this thing is just massive Uh, it is fifty dollars but i would say well worth it if you want to uh, keep your iphone or other type of device in pristine shape, um, and by the way, folks, no, they are not paying me <laughs> uh, <laughs> to to talk about their their item at all, uh, just because of the fact that you know I've always been looking for a good case, um, and hell, I mean, like I said here, they they make them uh, for uh, iPads as well. I mean, hell, they have a, a utility case. That you can get for your iPad, so you can hold onto your iPad in your hand like that. Attach it behind a seat, uh, uh, you know, seat rest. Uh, you know, they have all these different accessories uh, for it. But here's the Defender case for the iPad, which I mean, you could drop it, shock resistant. I mean, it's got this heavy, thick plastic. Really cool stuff. Great company. Uh, I believe they're out of Colorado. Awesome customer service. I've had a couple of uh, quality, build quality issues with the first. Uh, generation where excuse me where I was just putting the case on and the plastic just broke um and it might have been a manufacturing defect I'm not sure but they took care of me sent me one right away here's my old 3GS right here Otterbox case on the back of that too I mean every cell phone I've ever purchased with my own money got an Otterbox on it so mm-hmm. John loves it I love I like it my Otterbox Joe Joe does not have an Otterbox No I have a battery case Yeah if if Otter if Otterbox lists if you're gonna watch this video and I would hope that you do, come send up, Joe a case. No, well, <laughs> make make a case that has a built-in battery. Yeah, I, I would I would buy
0: it in a second. And the the OtterBox cases are bulky enough that they would be able to fit it in there without a whole lot more bulk added to the case itself. Because
1: one thing I guess that kind of sucks about your your that battery case, Joe, it looks beautiful. It's a nice clean design, but if you drop mm. it, you're gonna you're probably gonna crack that sucker.
0: Actually, no, I haven't had any problems with it. Oh, I haven't okay. dropped. I, I try not to drop it on concrete very often, but yeah. uh, <laughs> Um But I've dropped it onto the on onto the floor in the in the um, in the house a, a few times and. Uh, Thanks to um, the Gorilla Glass and uh, and the case, it's, it's not never been a problem.
1: That's right. We just recently found out that they're using Gorilla, Ga- Gorilla Glass. Officially only. found out. Yeah. Like, shocker. You know? yeah. Come on. So, so very cool. Um, that's my pick of the week, OtterBox. Uh, folks, as always, uh, you can find out the latest and greatest news of what's going on with Geek Camera TV at geekcamera.tv. Go figure that one out. Uh, There you can watch the most current versions of Minecraft Me, Geek Gamer Weekly, know when we're going live by following us on Twitter, or just heading over to our calendar. That's right, folks. We have a a scheduled calendar so you can know when to join us for future shows. Or just follow our Twitter feed, and we'll let you know there as well. Uh, We also have a really cool page that a lot of people don't think about, and that is Reddit, .reddit ggtv.reddit.com. If you head over there, submit us submit your geek stories or gaming stories or Minecraft stories or Weird John stories. <laughs> Send them our way. And we if they're good enough for the show, we'll feature them. Um, and if you submit a lot of stories, hell, we might even feature you. So, so yeah, there you go. Reddit, uh, ggtv.reddit.com. As always, we love to thank our guests and people who join us on the show. And, it's always good and fun to hang out with David Miller, even though David didn't say too much this week, but which is unlike him. But then again, he Haven't is had probably. A chance. Oh, you had plenty of t- chance. Hush. <laughs> I just put the censor bar on you. That's all. That's the only problem. Delamar, <laughs> yeah. what's been going on over there at wastedseconds.com? Anything fun or interesting?
3: I just recorded another episode of the podcast, even though. I'm trying to find other things to talk about considering I haven't really been gaming all that much lately. My PS3 kind of quit, and shortly after I trying to get it going again, I finally gave up and repeatedly smashed it with a crowbar.
1: So here's wastedseconds.com, and uh, you can see that, yes, he still shows stuff of hot women like Mila Jovovich. Me I'm
3: hosting I'm hosting two podcasts on there too. <laughs>
1: so the Wasted Seconds podcast and what's the other one?
3: Uh that top post there, stalking the retro. Then another one, um he that just uses the subdomain to dump his files too, but it's called uh, <laughs> Tiger Claw TV or Tiger Claw Radio on um, Tiger Claw TV network or something like that.
1: I see you weren't a big fan of the PlayStation Vita. Uh
3: I don't know. I won't know until I try. (laughs) But that wasn't my post, anyway. Oh, really? You stole that? No, um, somebody else posted it. I finally got somebody else writing on the site. Oh, there you go. (laughs)
2: Very good.
3: I I actually had to censor that uh, title because the cussing isn't mostly saved for the uh, podcast. Oh, I gotcha. All right. I don't do it so much in the posts.
1: Well, thank you for refraining from cussing on this edition of Geek Gamer Weekly, Mr. David. I appreciate
3: it. I kept it rated PG. Yeah, yeah, is good.
1: Joseph Falby, my uh, co-host on Minecraft Me, which you can watch Thursdays usually at geekgamer.tv. Usually. Well, I say usually because last week we had to do... Well, actually, we did do it on Thursday last we week. We did do it on Thursday. Yeah. The week before, we did it on Wednesday. That's right. Uh, but yeah, Mr. Joe, you can follow him on Twitter, at Falby, F-A-L-B-E-Y. And now this is time for me to head over, and I'm stalling here, to Twitter.com <laughs> slash I Falby. I, I think, I I think did you did. Something. I'm pretty sure you did. So I'm headed over to Twitter.com, and there's <laughs> <laughs> oh god, nice picture, Joe. <laughs> <Did> Joe actually... <laughs> I changed my something? picture. <laughs> yeah, there's Joe's picture on Twitter. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> oh, John... John's even coming over to take a look. <laughs> that's nice. Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs>
0: what's, what's wrong with that?
1: So the, Joe's only tweet of the last week was, I just saw a uh, Bing ad on YouTube. Does YouTube not realize that it's owned by Google and that Bing's a competitor? What the hell? Yeah. I, I would say, Joe, that I think Google realizes that uh, they'll take uh, any money that is thrown at them, even if it's from an enemy. But very good, Joe. As always, I, I appreciate your insight on Apple products and your helpfulness on the Minecraft stuff.
3: I'm yeah? still no floored problem. by that picture. The, the look on his face of that picture. Watch it. Baby seals should watch out.
2: <laughs> Got a pie.
1: <laughs> John Kessler supports piracy of the Burning Sea. That's right. Yes. You can follow him on Twitter. Even though John doesn't tweet much, That's at man. VW uh, Kenny. <laughs> But if you want to add him uh, to most gaming services, he's SP underscore Kenny. Yeah, most. Uh, are you SP underscore Kenny on Eve? No. Oh, okay. I think no. he's SP underscore Kenny on Reddit, though. Yes, he, yes yeah. he is. Uh, and you can follow me, folks, on Twitter if you like, at uh, Nunes, N-U-N-E-S. My gamer tag on most of everything is Sir Chaos. There is a couple of Sir Chaos's out there that are not me. Uh, but most of them, <laughs> most of them are me. Uh, you can find me in our Minecraft server that's right folks uh, if you've listened to the show and you don't realize that we have a Minecraft server we do it's uh, if you want the information head over to geekgamer.tv slash mc server info if you want that info head to that site
2: so it's no, no actual link on it. you got to type that in the bar it's kind of hidden no we
1: actually have a link now okay. Yeah, we, have, do a, we do have a link off the main page All
2: right, it was hidden at first well that's it
1: folks <laughs> I think we're going to wrap things up. It, it did start off as a train wreck, but it, it quickly got back on the rails. And speaking of rails, I need to hook up my rail driver. It's well. been sitting
2: over there acting lonely.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's just because I've been playing a lot of Minecraft.
2: Yeah. It's just because you don't have to sit there and put all the decals on it. Uh, that's true, huh?
1: I've got to find those stupid decals.
2: Joe, how, yeah, that was awfully nice of yours to come all assembled. Well, mine is li- like literally brand spanking new. Never no,
0: I, I put all the decals on mine. Oh, oh I you thought did? you got yeah.
2: yours that way.
1: No,
0: I, I had to put them on, too. Oh. Okay.
1: okay. Well, folks, that's about it. Thanks for joining us this week for another edition of Geek Gamer Weekly. As always, uh, hit up our website at geekgamer.tv. Um, and also, if you haven't done so yet, write a review. Uh, we would appreciate if you did that. Uh, we haven't had a, a current review on our iTunes stream in a while. <gasps> I know. We're also five episodes away from 200. And as we get closer to 200, like 198, 199, don't be surprised if we maybe go on hiatus because we don't want to hit 200 without doing something big and cool. John? (laughs) You okay over there? (laughs) Yeah. I think we heard that off mic. We're thinking about going to Vegas. Do you think that would be a fun trip to do? John? That's like in three weeks. Four mm. weeks. That would be four weeks, but Five I don't. Weeks. S- I, 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 could s- I could see I could see putting us on hiatus. Oh. for two hundred, like say we're at one ninety nine and be like, all right, we're going to wait for two hundred, and then we'll just start letters one ninety nine A one ninety nine B <laughs> <laughs> one ninety
2: nine. We could we can skip two
0: hundred and do two hundred one, <laughs> and then go back and do two hundred later. Yeah, that's yeah yeah <laughs> one ninety nine
1: point nine. But then you get the people that are all smart assed, like oh, oh oh well, you do two hundred one, but it's really two hundred in the series hmm now we got to get kyle i think rumley to join us on 200 because he did start the whole thing with me yeah back in the and then we got to get umberto together basically we got to get anybody who was ever a pretty much a part of the show for more than a few weeks you know so like john carlo uh you me and umberto and kyle and joe that's about it yeah yeah all right, folks. That's it. We're gonna say good night uh, or good morning or whenever you're listening to our show. Thanks so much for watching. We appreciate it. We will see you next week for another edition of Geek Gamer Weekly. Until we all talk again, we are all silent. Good night, crazy. Damn it, David! You didn't do it. Bob, <laughs> oh, sing it. The camera was on you, and you blew it. Bob, sing it. <sighs> whatever
3: George Decay's happy dance
1: (laughs) you know we we started adding Bob Saget to uh, Mm -hmm. in your honor
3: I noticed that that's why I didn't say it yeah yeah (laughs) next time
1: you're on the show will be six months from now when you get a better camera and microphone